Weston, you got me up real early today. Well, I first off, don't don't blame this on me. I gave you the option. You said let's record at like eleven thirty, and I said, "I'm how about let's do it earlier." And you said seven fifteen, seven thirty. I said, "If you're game, I'm game." And here we are. It sounded not as much like I'm okay with either eleven thirty or seven fifteen. It was like I very much prefer seven fifteen. So. I'm going to thank Keurig for sponsoring this episode and keeping us awake. Yes, absolutely. This is an audio medium, but here we are over over Zoom watching each other sip a cup of coffee. <laughs> Cheers, bud. How do you like this Yeti coffee mug? It's pretty happening. I'm not going to lie. How do you like this? Uh, can you tell this is my Star Wars one? It's got my light, lightsaber blueprints on it. Yeah, you're a nerd. Oh, 100%. I've never denied that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Orange Overalls podcast. My name is Weston. I'm here with Tex on a very um, early Wednesday morning, uh, sitting here with a, a nice, nice cup of coffee. Uh, gonna get cup gotta of get a Joe, little... as some people say. Cup of Joe, exactly. Um, you know where the name Cup of Joe came from? No, but I have a feeling you're about to tell me. I have absolutely no idea. I made it up. I was well, just asking. Well, dang it! I was hoping I was going to learn something new today. But I'm good. I have my coffee. Tex, how are you? By the way, Cup of Joe originates from a quick Google search. Okay. In 1914, Secretary of the Navy, Joseph Joe Daniels, banned alcohol from the U.S. Navy ships during war. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. So to keep them awake and uh, keep them going, they would drink strong coffee instead of alcohol. And they started calling it a cup of Joe after Joe Daniels. Interesting. So there's Joe Daniels and Jack Daniels. Yeah, that's a great way to put. Wow, that's around. That's an applause. That's applause for me. I would I would clap a little bit louder, but being an audio medium, we don't want this to uh, disrupt the viewing the the listening. I almost said viewing. Yeah. Just just calling it an audio medium. Medium. I almost said viewing. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm doing good, Weston, going back to the original question. Okay. All right. That, that is great to hear, actually. It's a, it's a little early, but I like getting up early, honestly. You mm-hmm. know, get my day going. I got this, then I have to attend a class at 9 o'clock for about an hour and a half. So Ooh. it'll be, you know, I'll get a lot done before 1030, and I have the rest of my day to have fun. Heck, yeah. Um, we can ask you this and then we can kind of move on, move on the show. How's your finals week shaping up? You got a lot going on between now and the end of finals. Yeah, I got, so I got one final that honestly, the grade doesn't affect what I'm going to get. So I'll take it, but I think I'm going to get the same. It's like, if I get a hundred, I'm going to get the same letter grade. And if I get a zero, I get the same letter grade. So gotcha. Okay. it's kind of, it's kind of those whatever classes, but I got two actual finals that, you know, starting to study, looking forward to it. Yep. I it'll be that. it'll be fun. How about yours? I actually so now that where I'm at in the packaging science program, a lot of my classes are like super project based. So like I had a project due Sunday night, I had a report due last night, and I have <laughs> a final I have a final project 
that is uh we've been working on the whole year. We're basically we're literally we're basically done with it. We just have to compile everything and turn it all in at one time, like all the final drafts of things. How's Do the that, box looking? It's looking great. I'll actually I'll send you I'll send you a photo of it. Um, if of you really box? Want to oh yeah. Um, but so that's due Friday, and then I have one final exam fr- the Friday of finals weekend. That should be uh that that sucks. Yeah, if ands or buts about it, having to take a final on Friday. Well, I got to be up here for baseball anyway, so like I'm gonna. It's not like I'd go back home. That's true. I'm gonna try to make it out. Uh, we we're a little slow on golf tournaments now that the uh, semester's ending, so I'm gonna try to make it to more baseball games these next two weekends. Heck yeah! Heck I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see you. Yeah, I won't. So I won't be there this Friday. Why? Because FCA has you got the, something uh, for lunch. No, no, not this Friday. I have a the FCA is doing their um their their spring shag. Friday night, so that's what I'm going to that. Oh, that's a pretty cool box. I can't lie. Thank you. I so I created the die lines and stuff, but my my partners worked on the graphics. So you'll appreciate this. Um, for all you PGM or um, packaging science majors out there that know what I'm talking about, you'll like this too. So I was giving a lesson the other day, and if anyone or Wes, you probably don't know this either. Um, in PGM golf management, we have an indoor hitting bay in Newman. So we have a we have a loading dock that will just you know open it up, get some fresh air. So I was giving a lesson there and I was trying to tell my buddy to just you know come around the corner, you see the loading dock and you know we'll get going. So he's walking he has his two golf clubs that he's getting his lesson for and he finds just this loading dock. Not an open one with me standing there, just a random loading dock, and he walks in the door. I know where this is. And he going. walks into the packaging science lab. Yep. And he's standing there looking at all these boxes being made and a couple people in there, and he's just sitting there with two golf clubs. And they're just like, hey, they're just like they what is this guy him, doing here? They just looked at him and go, The golf guys are down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. No, that's well, I, I have not been in the lab when some golf when a golf guy's walked in, but I can imagine. So it's like, I feel like the outside of Newman, it's kind of like everything looks the same. If you don't know what side of the building you're on, the inside of Newman looks pretty bare too. Yeah, it's not yeah. the best building. No, well, I have to like it because there's some there's some packaging science stuff in there. But we have some in there. We have some in pool. Um, those are, and then we have some in the Harris A. Smith building. That's where a lot of the design and stuff is. Is the Harris in a. the Smith what? Building. Harris A. Smith building. Where is that? Right next to Lee Hall. You know where Lee Hall is? Is Lee Hall the one down past Serene by what? Yeah, actually. So by like, Uma Thurman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if you're, it's not Uma Thurman, no, is it? No, Strom, Strom Thurman. Strom Thurman, not I'm, Uma Thurman. Um, I feel like an idiot because that's where I went. First off, the 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 visitor centers used to be in there for a while. When, being a tour guide, I should remember that. And then also, I went to Strom Thurman High School. I should know these things. You went yeah. to Strom Thurman High School? Yeah. Raising Uma sa- Thurman is a uh, actress. Yeah, I, I knew that. So yeah, if that that you know what you know what movie she's famous for. No. Pulp Fiction, my guy. Hmm. You've never seen Pulp no, Fiction? No, I've seen Pulp Fiction. Oh, I was about to say. 
I just didn't know that was the actress's name. I just knew I just knew that name. She was an actress. I didn't know like who she was. You knew that name because of the song that came out in like 2015. Uh, excuse me. Do you not remember that? So, oh my gosh, we gotta educate you. There was an Uma Thurman song. Uh, if it wasn't wait, you said 2015. If it wasn't country music, I probably wouldn't listen to it. It was Fallout Boy. That's exactly why I didn't hear it. It was so popular. It's just like. <laughs> I'm a, you know me, I'm not the biggest up to date, but Fallout Boy is pretty dang popular. Well, yeah, I agree with that. But 2015, I had my own truck, which had a radio, which had an aux cord. I probably wasn't listening to anything other than what I wanted to listen to. <laughs> really? Listen, just just a little snippet so we don't get copyright. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> You're crazy. There, there are two Fallout Boy songs I know, and it's uh, my songs know what you did in the dark, and uh, what's the one that was on the college football show? Centuries. Those are the two Fallout yes. Boy songs I know. All right. Well, my songs know what you do in the dark. I'm pretty sure it's the same album as Uma Thurman. Well, I've never listened to the whole album. I've literally listened to that song. I'm just telling you what my producer half asleep set in the corner. I got you. Okay. Well, we're going to get off the rails at some point again, so we should probably at least get started with the actual show. How long was that rant? Uh, I can't tell you. I don't have, since we're over Zoom, I don't have the, the special audacity recording powers. That was that was a long time. Okay. Well, Six, seven the, minutes. All right. So back to the actual show. Yeah, just go straight into the tradition spotlight. I'm not even going to try and intro it. So we have a pretty good tradition spotlight. Um, I was looking at some old episodes and realized we never did this one. Um, and looking at our top five, this was one that I think gave you a heavy, heavy favorite. We'll address the top five later. But history of Tiger Rag. So Tiger yeah. Rag was first recorded by the original Dixieland Jazz Band in 1917. So it was a normal song. No Clemson relation at all. Then in 1941, Mr. Robert Dean Ross, who was the cadet bandmaster for the Clemson Corps, like we were, uh, as many of you know, we were a military school, so we had the Clemson Corps. So the cadet bandmaster bought the rights to the song, like the score, you know, the tune, everything, for a dollar fifty. A dollar fifty, man! I wish I could go back to those days. There's not many things you can buy for a dollar fifty now. You can't even buy a gallon that. of gas for a dollar fifty. You can't hear for sure. I don't know where I don't know where you can find a gallon of gas for a dollar fifty. You go in the middle of nowhere, Texas. You can find a gallon of gas for around a dollar fifty. That's fair enough. How much fair is enough. a pack of gum nowadays? More than that. I think it's more than $1.50. I'm, I'm, I got the old Google machine right here. Let's see. All right. But then in 1942, a year after he bought the rights, they first started playing it at football games. And the cadet or the Clemson Corps band would play it after every touchdown. And that was when Tiger Rag was first introduced to Clemson University. Now, this is the one I find fascinating. So they've gone through several different versions of Tiger Rag. Um, some people have redid it a little bit, changed the tune, words were added eventually. And every most, I 
there's not an exact number, but it's most songs and chants that Clemson University does to this day, Tiger Band, is some variation of Tiger Rack. Even the short little sound that we play when we get a first down, you know, when everyone yells, go! That just little snippet is a version of Tiger Rack. And it's actually the shortest version of Tiger Rag that the Tiger Band has today. Mm-hmm. I did know that. Actually, I did know that. I will. I can take pride in knowing that. I I knew that all the stuff that we played was, um, was a small snippet of Tiger Rag. I've also yeah. been listening to Tiger Rag and the assorted songs for the last uh, twenty one years. So, if I hadn't picked up on it by now, it was going to be a, it was going to be a little disappointed in myself. Yep. So we have to address the elephant in the room. Um, I mentioned it a little earlier. The top five. So I, I kept checking in on your poll to see where my percentages lied because I got slotted and I knew I was getting, I on, texted Weston a little behind the scenes. I made the great, I normally make the graphics. I made the graphic for this top five and I texted him. I said, I was sad making this. I saw what you posted I, on your story. You're like, I don't even know if I'll vote for myself. <laughs> I lost on my story 51 to 14. Votes? Votes. No, Weston, I lost percentages 51 to 14. I realized that as soon as I said it, that, that does, the math doesn't add up. Just, Where's the other 35%? So, well, I almost – see, whether I win or lose, the thing I've been happiest with on the last three polls is the amount of interaction I've had from my followers. I've gotten, like, within 10 votes of 100 votes every for the last three polls. Taking, so, I, I just want you to guess how many, how what my final score was. Seventy-eight twenty-two. So you were eight off on mine. Eighty-six. I had eighty-six four, votes for me. So and 14? I had no, 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 no. You were eight votes too much on yours. Oh, okay. I beat you eighty-six to six. And one of them was your girlfriend, and the other was the other was uh want somebody in your the newest pledge class for your fraternity. So what makes me feel really good? And Cali and our president, our president for, of Central Spirit voted for you as well. And I had uh, I had fourteen votes. Five of them didn't go to Clemson. They're just buddies of mine from back home that decided to vote for me. I had, I had a feeling you were going to have a couple like that. They just didn't know the traditions, and we're just going to ask you. I, uh, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of the uh, my buddies back home in Dallas that just yeah sure the hype men vote for the hype men. The hype men. They, they got my back. Yeah, um, no, for sure. But, but was, okay, moving on to some actual sports. Well, hold on, hold on. I gotta say this. Did did you catch any did anybody DM you about any flack for yours? No, not really. See, I got a couple DMs. It was kind of just understood that mine sucked. Um, I did get a huge shout out, no flack, just massive encouragement. Blake Lonius agrees that I won the entire poll strictly because I had homecoming as my oh okay. Partner. Well, he doesn't count, he's the homecoming director. So our homecoming director, Blake Lonnie, is 100% agreed that homecoming is the best tradition and beat everything on your list combined. Yeah, well, he's 
we have not really tested the competence of Blake Lanius as a human being. Um, shout out, Blake. I love you, dude. But look forward to a good homecoming that Weston <laughs> and I both won't be at. Hey, I'm no, I'm flying back. I'm flying back for homecoming. That is the, that is one. Of, back for homecoming. That is one of the games I've said I guaranteed to fl- I'm flying back for. Oh, I I was going through the what what game is homecoming? October 2nd. It's like Florida State, I think. Ah, we, it's we, like early October. I said we usually don't schedule Florida State for homecoming because we usually want to beat the team we're playing for homecoming. But in the most recent years, Florida State is terrible. So easy win. I uh, it's the Boston College game. Oh, that's is the quarterback still there? Dude, Boston College quarterback's going to get hurt like two weeks into the season. That happens every single year. That didn't happen last year, and we, he almost beat us. I'm just telling you, Boston College quarterback gets hurt every oh, yeah. year. As a Boston College follower, thank you, my sister. She doesn't listen, but shout out I was about Alexa. to say, how many teams do you follow? My sister went to Boston College. I didn't know that. Yes, I've gone over this. All right, I I don't know if the listeners. We are so off the rails, by the way. Um, I don't coffee, know. The coffee hasn't really kicked in yet. I don't know if anyone cares, but I follow six teams. It seems like a lot. I know. I go to Clemson. My dad went to both Michigan and Texas. My mom went to Baylor. My dad went to, or my sister went to Boston College, and the rest of my family went to UTEP. So I, I, I don't remember the UTEP one. Well, my whole family's from El Paso. So, like, that's just the local school that everyone goes and gets their degree in. Yeah. So they all went there. So I'm a, And, like, my grandfather was a season ticket holder. He was a season ticket holder for so long, they made a mural, and he was in it. Oh, okay. All right. Some clout there. Okay. Um, hey, so- uh. Yeah, so uh, let's let's finally move on to some sports. Um, yeah, but some off-season sports. Some off-season sports. So we got some basketball announcements. Um, we just got a new transfer from South Florida, a man by the name of David Collins. Don't know really anything about him. Haven't watched any film. Um, he's but- a, he's originally from Ohio. Um, good player, kind of one of those two could maybe play the three. Um, kids, good. Okay. Kids black good. So I'm excited. I'm excited to have him come here. Um, we lost a couple people in the transfer porter portal. We'll go more into that in November. But uh, I will say this, um, because I just saw it on my Instagram last night. Um, John Newman was going to UNC Greensboro. <laughs> and is he uh, no longer? No. So there was a coaching change. So he opened his recruitment back up and he is now going to play for Cincinnati. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um who was it that also was going to UNCG? I don't know if there was anybody going to UNCG, but I know Clyde Trapp was going to Charlotte, the University of Charlotte, like the 49ers. Yeah, he was going for his grad transfer there. Right. I don't know anybody else from Clemson that was going UNCG. Yeah, and then I know Amir's going to the NBA, so we're going to lose a lot uh, of guys. I, I don't know if I'm, I think either he – is, He has entered the his name in the draft. But he hasn't signed an agent yet. Okay. Because because so, I saw him, he was doing like a Q&A on his Instagram the other day, and he said he was being very uh, ambiguous about what he wanted to, what he was doing basketball-wise. I just saw he was filling out the, like, information about the NBA draft, actually on a Snapchat story the other day. Okay. Um, 
if anyone follows Amir on social media, he's quite active. So yeah, you can, you can learn a lot about Amir, but yes, um, that was a little men's basketball news, women's basketball, huge, huge news. Delicia Washington, maybe our MVP of the season killed it all year. She is coming back for another year with COVID and everything. You didn't lose any eligibility. Right. She said, I want to be a tiger some more. Run it back. Let's, let's, let's do it again. So So we're, we're so excited to have her back. For sure. We'll move on to some diamond sports. Um, not the happiest of reporting I get to do here on baseball. <laughs> um, we got swept by Miami in the weekend series. Um, the first two losses were pretty pretty bad. Uh, took the first loss on Friday 12 to three. Um, the, and same with game two, lost to 10 to two. Um, just for the especially for the first game there was we kept it close and there was just one inning we let it blow up um, yeah and that seems to be the trend in a lot of our away games um or a lot of our losses period it's just we're good we're good we're good and then one inning just it hits the fan and we cannot recover. Well, like game one game one mac anglin or um, who started for us he only gave up five hits you know for a starter that's not awful but the problem is there were six runs that came across yes so that probably means it means those five hits were very concentrated into one inning is really what it, yes. is, it ends up looking like um and all of a sudden you know a double a double a walk and then another double clears the bases or exactly something like knocks in two so um yeah i mean and then game three we lost three to two um big defensive battle we only had 13 hits total which seems like a lot, but for college baseball, that's a that's a pretty that's yeah, that's a pretty small number. Um, now, it thir- was thirteen seven- hits in a major league game is like whoa. Offense was cooking. Yeah. Well, it was seven. I believe it was six hits for us, seven hits for Miami. Mm-hmm. So it was more of a defensive battle, more of a pitching duel, and you can tell three to two game. Um, it was going to be that. Um, yeah, not much offense. A little offense on our side. Dylan Brewer went two for four. Um, there were some, you know, some moments throughout the weekend where people had some good hitting. Um, guys like Kier were hitting decent. Sam mm-hmm. Hall, we saw, came back. Um, yep. He, he made his way all the way back to the top of the lineup. Yep. So we're excited for that. You know, boys were looking – not great in Miami, but then last night they went over to Athens, Georgia, and didn't look too bad. Yeah, no. Um, first off, thankful it wasn't another 17-inning game or whatever. Um, that was that we had to, last year. Yeah, that we had last year in Athens. Uh, it lost. was close. I In that ninth inning, I went, oh, my gosh, we may get another marathon. <laughs> well, Georgia, Georgia took it down to the very end. They got a walk-off. Um, I believe it was a single. Um, it was walk off, walk off single in the bottom of the night. Um, yep, right lost around it. second base and just little single, little bloop. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you got to do is bloop the ball around the around the infield and advance the runner. Sam and Sam and Kier went two for three. Caden was two for four with two RBIs. Um, and then Davis Sharp actually back in the lineup, <laughs> back in the the show notes with a home run last night. Um, I think he's rehab. He's a uh, trying to rest through a shoulder injury. Um, so uh, glad to see him back on the, uh, on the, uh, the list, but uh, six pitchers 
that's the thing that's beginning to worry me is a lot of people were going into the season. Once again, I hate being the kind of person who used to say I'm right about these things, but everyone was worried about the hitting, which hitting hasn't been a strong suit, but I've been super worried about the pitching. The pitching has so, been very streaky this year. Yes. Oh, very much so. Like the we have, six pitchers, I take the good and the bad with that. So mm-hmm. my, my thought process is it was a Tuesday game. We just finished a weekend series. Right. So our starters aren't going to be, you know, ready to go six innings, five innings. So, you know, those midweek games are kind of bullpen games any, anyway, but six is a lot. And so it sits there and, you know, like we said, good hitting, pitching. No one went over two and a third inning. Uh, our starter went two and a third, and our closer, Mr. Jeff, he went two and a third as well. Um, Nick Clayton pitched not great. Um, a majority of the runs came you, off him. you know who started? I do know who started. Was it, um, was it Ricky? Or was it somebody else? I will let you know in one second. Yeah, well, that, and I think that's going to be the – I think that's the uh, – I mean, the hitting, yes, the hitting. I'm okay with the hitting being streaky. It's the pitching being streaky that bothers me. It think, was Mr. Rob Hughes. Really? Okay. Rob Hughes got the start. He's been getting some bullpen action, so it's uh, – he went, he went two and a third, giving up two hits, two runs, both earned. Hmm. But he got two, two walks, which isn't great, but two strikeouts. Hmm. Interesting. Nine ABs against him. Interesting. He went two and a third with nine ABs. So, I mean, huh, interesting. So, it means he – interesting. He had nine at-bats. He only let two of them go. But they get both turned into runs. Well, and, you know, when you get a walk, that's not an at-bat. Oh, so four. He let four of them go. He faced 11 batters. Yeah. I mean – not a terrible outing. And that's also a thing well, I think we've talked about before is like I've sometimes I question Monty's decision on when to pull guys. Like obviously I'm not a baseball manager. I don't know a whole I, I, I have very limited knowledge when it comes to the intricacies of strategy when it comes to pulling pulling or leaving pitchers in. But I don't know. Sometimes I feel like guys should be and also in order to develop and develop a little bit of mental toughness, a little bit of grit if you will, to borrow a term from our, our basketball program. Sometimes I think you got to let pitchers pitch themselves out of a situation. Yeah, like, I've been – we we've talked about that before. I like that, you know, it's going to build character. And my thing is when you get in close games like that, you need to know how to get out of it. Right, and it's also a Tuesday game, so, like, I don't know – if that was just like he knew we had bullpen guys, he knew these guys weren't going to go super long, so he just went ahead and pulled the trigger then. I th- there's a lot of different factors, I think, that went into that. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm not upset about the showing too much. Yes, I wish we got the win, but Georgia's a really good team. Yeah. Uh, you've seen them get some huge wins. Their offense has been insane. Uh, getting wins, you know, they beat the crap out of Vanderbilt a couple times getting big wins off of their off of their amazing starters, Jack and Kumar. So Georgia's not a team to, you know, shake a stick at 8-7 on the road. 
not too bad. So no, absolutely not. Hopefully we can get some stuff going this weekend. We bounce back uh, against uh, Wake Forest, I believe. They're yes, we have, to... Wake For- we have Wake Forest at home. So hopefully we can get back on the winning streak. But a low winning streak that is continuing softball, doing softball things. They swept Boston College in There's... four games. Our softball team is so good. What I we, love softball. What are, what are we? You sent me. You sent me the uh, the the DM, the Instagram DM. What are we up to now? I believe we're back up to eleven games. Eleven. I'm going to it now. No, oh, okay. So no, I was saying uh, sixteen. We're ranked sixteen now. Oh, the ranking. Yes, yeah. we are sixteenth in the nation. That's hype. And number two, number two in the ACC, behind Duke. Behind who? Behind Duke. Okay. I believe. No, Florida State. Okay, okay. I'm 100% wrong. Because I was watching all ACC on the ACC network the other day. They were breaking down some softball. And they were saying, as always, the road to win the ACC goes through Tallahassee. They're just – they've always – they've been a powerhouse for a couple years now. Always, yeah. But we're on our way up. Oh, for sure. I love it. We are trending in the right direction. We'll talk a little bit about the games. Um, so, obviously, we set a sweep. Um, we had two shutouts, uh, game one and game four. Uh, game three was a little close all the way to the ninth inning. Um, and game two was an absolute annihilation 10-2 run rule. But we'll go through Not game- all the way to the ninth inning. That's extra. Nine innings is nuts for softball. Well, that's, yeah, I know it was extras, but I just said all the way into the ninth just because I don't know. I didn't, it didn't. It didn't come across like I knew it was extra innings, but I did. So uh, game one, six zero win. Uh, Marissa, Marissa, Mister words English early morning. Marissa got back in her groove this weekend. Um, she went two for three, two RBIs and a bomb on game one. Uh, Abby Stewart also went two for three, and then Valerie once again pitching fantastically through a complete game, giving up three hits and no runs i was a little disappointed in her game one performance she gave up three hits i know man that's absolutely unacceptable three hits is unacceptable seven, for seven innings of shutout softball and three hits we got it we got to do better valerie we got to do better. do better game two we got a big like weston said huge 10 to 2 win run rule ended in six innings billy thompson um valerie second second hand on in the circle playing great she had a complete game with seven hits two earned runs and then marissa once again two for four three rbis and a double and then morgan johnson and miss Aliyah logaleo i believe i think it's logaleo logaleo okay i like that They, they both had two rbis so huge game for them too and then we said the nine-inning marathon, four to three win, very close. Mackenzie Clark was the only batter with multiple hits, so not the hottest game for us. But like I said about baseball a little bit, I enjoyed – I liked seeing them in a close game to see what they would do. Yeah, no, I, for sure. That is – especially when it's the third game of the series. It'd be different if it were like one. It's like, okay, like we're worried about this team. But like – you know, after a 6-0 and then a 10-2 run rule, it's like, okay, we might our guard might be a little down. Um, but seeing them kind of 
in the part of the series that they would possibly be lulled into losing a game. They would be lulled into kind of complacency. Seeing that it's like, okay, A, we didn't let them jump on us, and B, it was a uh, B that we can we can wake ourselves up in the middle of the game and pull the win out. So I totally agree with your your call on that. Love seeing the close game. That'll make that'll pay dividends in the long run. Um, game four, another six zero win. Valerie Cagle with another no hitter. See, so basically she knew, she was also disappointed with her game one performance and felt like she should one up herself. Right. I find it the fact I saw this stat on social media and I reposted it on my story and I was amazed. She threw two no hitters in one week. Yep. That is ridiculous. She's about that life. One week, two no hitters. She'd never had one. Now she's had two in one week. Um, oh yeah, it's, and also let's also mention this. She went three for four with two RBIs, a double, and a home run. <laughs> I just, I'd like it's showtime. It's, it's laughable how good it's like. It is Shohei Otani in, so in, a, in, in a woman form. She is so good. She is ridiculously good. Like, like if she's not like I, at least first team All ACC, like if she's not first team All NCAA, that's what I'm saying. I say she's got to be like if she's not at least first team All C All Team ACC, there will be major beef with outside sources i will we will have to pour pull a you know back in the day the dave portnoy from barstool where they go and get arrested for tom brady we'll have to do that outside the acc office if she doesn't win the first team Uh, honor we'll 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 cross that bridge when we get there but we'll pick pick it yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) sign but it was insane and then Aaliyah. Um, she had a three-run bomb in game four. Mackenzie Clark and Marissa both had two hits. So The girls are just fantastic. All-around great series for the girls. They're they're back. They're going to uh, NC State this weekend. Actually, they're home against NC State this weekend. Yep. Uh, so we look forward to seeing that. It's going to be got, – Got a little – got baseball and softball on campus this weekend. So it'll be, uh, be popping. What I'm most excited for – so it's kind of one of those in-between games, what's after we record, but before it comes out. Mm-hmm. Girls are going to Columbia tonight. Yeah, boy. I hope they stay hot. You know, I hope we have another no-hitter. If I say I hope Valerie throws another no-hitter because you know she's pitching. A perfect game, a no-hitter, just a embarrass them. Embarrass the Gamecocks. I have a I have a buddy who is a big Braves fan with me, and he's – so he's a he's a very modern. I'm sorry, he's a Braves fan. Well, I'm I'm also sorry. I'm a Braves fan at this moment in time. We just lost to the Yankees. Um, the Yankees are awful. Well, also Ronald's hurt. I will say that Ronald Ronald. Your only player, you mean? Yes. Um, that's why I made a big deal about it. Uh, so, well, and we have MV free. Back off. We have the reigning MVP on our team. Um, anyways, he had a moonshot the other day, dude. It's a shot. It took him like 56 at bats to get the three home runs last year. This year, it took him like eight. It was a bomb. Yeah. So, but anyways, um, he's a very moderate Carolina fan. So, like, if we beat them tonight, I'm going to text him. He's like, yeah, we're just, it's just, yeah, that's what it is. Like, I have some friends that be like, oh, see us in another sport. And Logan will be like, yeah, we're just kind of bad. <laughs> so, um, 
yeah, looking forward to softball tonight as well as this weekend along with baseball. Moving on from Diamond Sports, we got a little – something a little different for y'all. Not a D1 sport necessarily, but we wanted to recognize them. The cheerleaders and the rally cats, they had their national competition. Yep, they did. Week. Um, rally cats had their – so it was all virtual this year. They sent in videos of their performances, mm-hmm. and the Rally Cats had their highest finish ever. Yes, um, they, fourth place at nationals. Fourth place. That's pretty dang good. Yeah. Um, but to even one-up them, the all-girls women's cheer team won nationals, as in first place, as in we have another national champion on campus. The 2021 All-Girls Division One NCA. Virtual champs. Weston, you know what NCA is? National Cheer Association? National Cheerleading Association. Let's I go. thought you had a good shot at that one. I about to say it seemed it seemed a little uh little too on the nose there. Um but congrats yeah. to the girls. Um I have I actually have two friends on the on the team um was able to see them and congratulate them. They said it was kind of uh kind of nuts that they actually got to go through with all that and that it actually it actually worked out so well because they said the uh they said the virtual was a, definitely a little weird, um, but they were they were beyond excited that they won. You were, you're so cool getting to know girls on the cheer team. Uh, it's really because I know their boyfriends. That's really all it is. That's rough. <laughs> well, so like I was good friends with their boyfriends, and then they started dating said boyfriends. So like that's how I met them. Charlie, um, Charlie Metcalf. Yes, I know yeah. Charlie very well. Um, his girlfriend Shane. Shout out Charlie. I don't think he listens. No, I doubt it. He couldn't probably put up with my voice for this long. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tag you. You know what? Because we said that, I'm, I'm gonna tag him when I post this on Instagram. Be like, Charlie, you got a shout out because we think you're cool. Well, don't push it. He's not that cool. Well, I think he, I think he's pretty cool. He's a nice guy. All right, whatever. I'm gonna post it because I think he's cool. PRTM major. Yes, we've. I think we've had that discussion on the show before. Um, so. That's how I know half the people on campus is the PRTM Fair enough. Hey, don't matter. As long as you know somebody, right? Um, yes. Moving on to some tennis. Yes. Tennis had a pretty good week on both ends, or I guess on both teams. So they um, they ended their regular seasons, both of them. Men's team went 2-0 and this last weekend with a 6-1 to win over Boston College. Boom. And then a... Four to two win over UNC Wilmington. They now have a three match win streak. Okay. Um, in the UNC Wilmington, they actually lost the doubles point, but which is funny because we've said the doubles point is usually the deciding factor in all of our matches. But we took it to them in singles. Started dominating. Um, so they will start the ACC tournament this week. Actually, the day this is released, Thursday, they will have their first match against Virginia Tech. And then this kind of threw me off. I had to check a couple times. We had deja vu for the men, at, for the women. The women end their season with a 6-1 to one win over Boston College. Okay. And then we'll, we'll go into the match in a second, but they are also playing Virginia Tech in the first round, first match of the ACC tournament. Well... That makes it simple to keep up with what, who we're playing. We don't have to mem- no. we don't have to memorize two sets of two sets of things. We don't need to know too much except 
Beat the Hokies. Beat the Hokies. What what is a Hokie anyways? Um, what is a Hokie? Do you actually not know? Is there a bird? No, actually, so that's false. So their mascot's the turkey bird thing, whatever it is. But a Hokie is actually a type of granite. Granite? Like, type, like stone, like rock. Like the countertops? Yeah, yeah, it's hokey stone. It's like Google it, Google it, hokey stone. It's like it's not actually a bird. So that's the whole joke that everyone likes to make with Virginia Tech. It's like, what is a hokey, anyways? Because no one actually knows. Everyone thinks it's the bird, and it's not. I bet you Google what is a hokey, anyways, and something comes up. The stone looks pretty cool, though. I can't lie. Oh, it's definitely cool. It's what's all over their campus. That's what the buildings are made out of. In yeah. Blacksburg. Yeah. All right. All right. So they, they refer to it as the hokey bird, but there's there's no such thing actually. It's just like a. <laughs> All right. Back to the way. This is the. Way. I think we've been more off track this episode than ever. I've also had a lot of fun on this episode. Correlation, probably. So we had a six to one win over Boston College for the women's. Um, Christina continues to go to the number one. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Um, that was a different look, her being on the one court, but she got another ranked win and won ACC freshman of the week on her. So Shout out coach to knows her. what she's doing. For sure. Um, you well, know, not our job to question it. Also had a big ranked versus ranked doubles win as Lori – is it Laura? Laura. Laura, that's just – on odd way to, I've never seen Laura spelt like that. That just doesn't seem like that odd of a way to do it. Usually I see the A and the U flip flopped. Well, you tried to say Lori, but it ends with an A either way. I, I would, fair, fair enough. Laura, Marty, and Allie Despain also continue to play well. Good luck to both <laughs> teams in the first round of the ACC tournament against Virginia Tech. What is a hokey, anyways? It's I'll, a type of stone. Like that's the whole. That's a joke. <laughs> like like when we beat Virginia Tech in baseball, on like on the walk off hit or whatever. Or no, it was the home run that uh, James Parker had. I put it on my story. And I was like, "What is a hokey, anyways?" Because it's just fun to make fun of Virginia Tech because no one knows what the heck their mascot is. Um, I was letting people know it's a stone. Okay, thank you. People come here to get educated. Yeah, I'm sure that's the exact reason they come to listen to this show is to get educated. They want to learn about what is hokies and boxes. <laughs> then this is the perfect place for both of those things. All um, right. Then moving on to some more women's sports. Um, women's rowing had a fantastic regatta. Fantastic. Beat Oklahoma and North Carolina. I, they, like how, uh, I like how you threw the the regatta word in there. We met. I remember I was looking back at old show titles and it, the the game match set, etc. We should have thrown game match set regatta, etc. In there. That's true. Regatta, okay. Sorry, I'm uh, I'm I'm contributing to tournament? the distraction. I'm contributing to the distraction. My apologies. <laughs> All right. Um. But we won the whole regatta. Dominated. So I figured out how rowing is scored. Okay. Educate. Please. So you have individual races. Um distance people weights etc and what they do is you get points based off each race and then they add the points up for the entire regatta to see who wins the whole thing so kind of like a swim meet 
if that's how that. swimming works. Okay, I was about to say I don't know how familiar. I should have should have prefaced that with uh, that. I, that's how a swim meet works. Okay, <laughs> I swam in high school. Believe it or not. No, you didn't. Yeah, oh. sure. So, so so senior year of high school, I just I wanted the I one five hundred meter float. You know what? If this <laughs> if this weren't a family friendly podcast, I would jump on your neck right now. I actually won some heats. My the one casual backstroke. I was, I was a freestyle champion, not literal champion, but I was. I was okay. I should have. I after doing it senior year, I realized I should have swam from the beginning because it, it was really just I was going into senior high school and I was like, I need a sport to play. And I was like, I'll <laughs> swim. Why not? You didn't and, play sports in high school. No, I did. I just I bounced around because. Football coaches and I got into a dispute. Yeah. Um, you know, you make the freshman team, you get cut, then you try for another team. Get so I never cut, got cut. You're so trying like, to figure out. Yeah, I, I understand. Hey, hey let's saying. set let's set the record straight. If I didn't play, it was of my own free will. Um, everyone made the team. No, you know what? I don't appreciate the slander and outright attack on my character and athleticism. So we're going to move on from me talking about my high school sports days. Back to women's sports. Women's golf finished sixth. I have, no, I have nowhere to talk. I golfed in high school. That's the one sport I didn't play. I'm dead serious. I played football. I, I played football, basketball, soccer, and swam in high school. Just never at the same time. Okay. Um. Anyways, women's golf finished sixth in the ACC championship. Um, Ivy Shepard and Savannah Gruel, I think that's how you say it, um, both finished T16 at three over. Um, we are ranked right now number 24 in the nation, and we will start the NCAA regionals on May 10th to try and qualify for the championship. Yeah, so we don't exactly know where the regional is yet or um, who all is in it, but I, we have a pretty good assumption being ranked 24 right now that we will make a regional at the least. Right. So we will look forward to that as they sit there and they try to, you know, qualify for the NCAA championship that you have to, you have to get past the regional. They'll take a certain amount of teams from each regional and then go into a championship and NCAA championship golf is some of the most exciting golf you will ever see. Oh, I believe it. I have um, a lot of college golf, but. I believe it. So the, so we'll get into it a little more when it comes around, but the way college golf works is you play – so you have a stroke play tournament to take the top eight teams, mm-hmm. and then it's match play one-on-one bracket style. Yo. It is fun to watch. And then the men, they, uh, they're actually starting the ACC tournament this week. Um, so we'll see how they do. We look forward – we look for some great things coming out of the men in the ACC yeah, tournament. Yeah, between, great. between Jacob and Turk, and I think we'll, we'll, we should have a good showing. Um, yeah. Moving but on talking, to, talking about good showings. Yeah, let's talk about track and field at the uh, – I don't even want to say this dirty word um, – Gamecock Invitational. Um, I can't believe you said that on air. I know. I should be ashamed of myself. Um, but the only reason I <laughs> willingly said it is because we absolutely – destroyed that entire invitational um i think we i think we own the name now yeah um so i believe they are 
a university in South Carolina. I think we are the university in South Carolina. I um, like that. I like put the the at the beginning. Yeah. So uh, like I those Ohio I, weirdos. Well, I can't. I can't take full credit for that. Dabo. Dabo said that in previous years. Um, that oh. we're that we're the university in South Carolina. Shout out um, Dabo Tweed. But anyways, yeah. You think guy. he listens? You know what? I'm gonna say no, but. I mean, we're we're a pretty great show. We we put out some pretty great content. I wouldn't be surprised if he tunes in every now every now and again. Could you, could you imagine if we had like? Of all of a sudden, I found out that 17, Dabo, seventeen regular listeners and one of them was Dabo Sweetie. Honestly, I feel like stranger things have happened. He just you know you know he logs on his little Spotify app on <laughs> Thursday mornings, gets all excited. One one day we're walking by Death Valley and we just hear it playing in the speakers while he's doing his like while he's doing stuff on the field or whatever. Like, oh, okay, cool. He got, said, a, got, got a fan of Dabo. He go he goes to football practice. Did you hear the top five yesterday? <laughs> Starts getting all pissed. That would be funny. They, anyways, back to they, re- they really thought that swag surfing was a tradition. That I think that was the either that or the Friday Flyers was what I got the biggest flack from. The Friday Flyers is amazing. I I love the Friday Flyers, but a lot of people were like that gives him negative points, and I was like, I was like I I agree it's not one of the greatest traditions, but I don't think it deserves negative points. But we got to get back on track. This show is going to be so long. So uh, track and field, Gamecock oh, Invitational. It's going to be long because we got to give Dabo time. You know, with not practicing right now, he's got to kill he, time. Yeah, he's got to have something to listen to. So uh, first place finishers at the Gamecock Invitational, we got a lot of them. So Rebecca Smith in the hun- women's 100 meter, Leah Disher in women's 800 meter, uh, Trishana Hemmings, a name we're familiar with here <laughs> about track and field, uh, women's 100 meter hurdles. Marcus Parker, a, a little double vision here. Marcus Parker finished first in men's 100 and 200 meter dash, and then also the men's four by 100 meter relay. Do we know if Marcus was on that team? Can we? Oh, if Marcus was on the 400 meter, I don't think he was, but he may have been. If so, if if that is true, then that is a uh, that's a that's a lot of gold for Mister Mister Marcus Parker. Uh, he just dominated. He, the- he had a great day. That is – it was a insane day. 100 and 200 meter. Just took Joker, it. Joker's moving. Uh, second place finishers, we had Antoinette Van Der Merway. I probably butchered that. I was going to let you say that one because I got scared of it. I got, I got all of it to, like, the last name. But, anyways, she finished second in the women's 100-meter dash. Trishana Hemmings, again, in the women's 200-meter dash. Jackson Leach in – the men's 3K, and then Ryan Holmes in the men's 400-meter hurdles. What? Do you have something funny? Marcus Parker was in the 4x100-meter relay. So make that triple gold for, for the boy Marcus Parker. Um, shout out to him. Um, Third-place finishers, uh, Sydney Marshall in the women's 100. So th- did that mean we, have all, we had all three of the podium finishers for the women's 100-meter dash? Think about that. That is domination. Women's 4 by 400 meter team also finished third, as well as Tyrion Conwell in the men's 200-meter dash and then Marlon Young in the men's 3K run. So I'm looking at this. So the women's, we we had all the podium finishers. One, two, and three. One, two, and three. Um, for the men's, 
3K, we had two on the board as well. So for the men's 200, we had two on the board as well. Yes, we did. We had one and three. Wow, man, we we took home a lot of hardware. We we own the city of Columbia. I mean, it's. I don't know how big of a big of a trophy that is because I mean it's Columbia. But you could, uh, <laughs> you could probably get. You know what? We were talking about what could you buy for a dollar fifty. <laughs> You could you could buy Columbia for a dollar fifty. Yep, that's about it. That's it. You can buy you can buy Columbia for a dollar fifty. But oh. it was insane. That I'm was sorry if any of our listeners actually live in Columbia. Nick Jamrock. He doesn't listen. He he only listens when we tell him we call him out. Really? I don't know. That's we'll find out. I guess if we roasted him like this. Um, we won't tell him. No, we won't tell him. We won't tell him we roasted him. But if he ends up like, hey, why'd you roast me? Then we'll know he listens. Um, Shout out Nick Danrock. Shout out the track and field team. Um, great showing down in Columbia. Look forward to some big stuff. Uh, let's move on to some soccer, uh, kind of heating up with the soccer, both soccer programs heading into the big NCAA tournament. Women's soccer, the bracket has been released. We got a number 14 seed in the tournament. We will play the winner of Rutgers in Southern Louisiana on April 30th. We are um, in the side of the bracket with UCLA, who is number three in the uh, the seating how we feel yeah, so we, we got a bye week um or a bye game i guess um yep. which is good i find women's i'm a little more nervous about um, yep. ucla is really good having to face them in possibly a couple games but they've been they've been playing well i love the rest though being able to wait until april 30th get a little game plan going get some practice in and more like than that, that you know, they're student athletes. So after, so the tournament will be post finals. Yep. So they can, you know, get some practice, get your endurance going right now, but focus on some, focus on some school, get the finals done and then crunch down at soccer, baby. Yep. That's, that is big. And then for the men's had a big, what our AQ match, our, our, our automatic qualifier match. Um, we had a 2-0 win over Pitt on Saturday night. Um, Quinn McNeil scored early to take the lead in the 17th minute, and then Isaiah Reed put it away with a little, little bit of insurance in the 83rd. Um, different different look for the Tigers in this game. Yeah, this one, I said it, so I was, I was not able to attend. I was occupying a birthday that I was had to go to. Trust me, I didn't want to go. Okay. Um, they're not listening, so they don't care. This was um, uh, this was Saturday night, I believe, correct? Yes, I saw uh, you that night. Yes, I did end up seeing you that night. I I also was attending a birthday. I went to the Riley Green concert, and then a buddy, buddy of mine uh, uh, was having a birthday, so I was was celebrating with him afterwards. So that, the reason I couldn't make the soccer game was the Riley Green concert. You chose not to. You chose to go to the Riley Green concert. Well, I paid for a ticket. I wasn't about to just throw my money. It's still a choice. I'm sorry. I bought the ticket back in October. I didn't know we were going to have an automatic qualifier match that night. <laughs> so, all right. So, really different game. We've talked about week in and week out, you know, only two shots on goal, only three shots, you know. Defense is playing fantastic. Mm-hmm. 11 shots for Pitt. They had six in the first half, five in the second half. You know, it was – 
they it was press time. It was you know where they talk about playoffs, no matter what sport it is, how people talk about playoffs. Sorry, it's that kind of show. I listen. I think our show is more enjoyable when we go when we go kind of off the rails. Oh, it's got to be more enjoyable. I heard Dabo likes it a lot more. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's what it is. Anyway, sorry. We're gonna, continue. Run, we're gonna run with this whole Dabo listens to our yeah. show. Okay. So, so continue with what you were saying. Um. So you could tell that's what it was. People were pushing harder. People were going after it. More aggressive. A ton, a ton of shots. George Marks played great. I said, that's where um, I was going. That's where I was going to get to. With 11 shots on the goal and no, no goals allowed. Or do we know was it was it eleven shots total or eleven shots on goal? It was eleven shots, I believe. He had three saves, so that means um, there was only three shots on goal. No, that I doesn't necessarily mean that. That doesn't necessarily correlate. It doesn't. You're right. Because there can be a shot on goal that gets blocked by our defender. Good point. Good point. So, but he had three. He had three saves, eleven shots. It was, you know, it was an offensive game, and somehow we won. Two to nil. I like how you threw the nil in there. I am all in the vocabulary. Two, two I've, I've really been on my soccer vocab with this whole Super League thing. Yeah, I've just been – I am I live under a rock when it comes to soccer, if we're being completely honest. I keep up with Clemson soccer, and that's about it. Well, then you keep up with winning. Yes, I do. Um, so we do not, we also have a bye. We don't play until May 2nd. We have like, what's that, like two weeks off? Um, <laughs> tell them why, Weston. Tell them why. Because we are the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament. Meaning come on, come on. That is a, that's huge. That's exciting. Um, we will play the winner of Jacksonville and American. Um, am I reading this right on the show notes? It's just American University and Jacksonville. Okay, well, I got the Jacksonville. That's where uh, – is, is that – I'm assuming that's Jacksonville, Alabama, or is that Jacksonville, Florida? Do you know? I'll go Jacksonville, Florida. I want you to check because that would be quite ironic because if it's Jacksonville, Alabama, that is where Riley Green went to college. Jacksonville University, Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. I didn't know. There is Jacksonville, Alabama, if you didn't know that. There, there's your education, more education for the day. Anyways, five ACC teams made the tournament. We have to win five games to win it all. Got to say, like our chances. We got we got a countdown going. We got we got a schedule for the first game, May 2nd, and we, we know how many we have to do. Um, I'm feeling confident. Technically, we're the favorite, so – it's one of those that we know what we have to do, and let's go out and execute. Absolutely. Shots, shots on goal, no shots in our goal, and let's go win the dang thing. The, the, the key to success, the key to winning any game, is to score more points than the other team. And I, oh, believe, no, I, believe, I believe we have that capability. That is not the key to winning golf. Okay. Fair enough. The key to winning a soccer game is to score more goals than the other opponent, and I believe we can do that. I hope so. Um, yeah, so we're excited. Brackets out. Um, if y'all want to check the rest of the bracket, there were five ACC teams made it, mm-hmm. um, which I believe is the most out of every con- every conference, which makes me confident because we won the ACC in the fall. We had a lot of experience playing ACC teams, and when they are dominating the entire nation, 
that means we come in with experience, you know? Yeah. You look at a thing, you know, it's a tournament. We always go back when we talk about tournaments is basketball. A team like Gonzaga, who doesn't play the best opponents, you know, when they meet a fantastic opponent, they may struggle a little. In soccer, we've played the best opponents. We've been tested, so we're excited. So that's it for our sports recap. Moving on to a couple quick segments. We won't take incredibly long, right. hopefully, because it's been a while. Yep. Um, we got Athlete of the Week. Weston, who you got? So I have, uh, for Women's Athlete of the Week, I have Christina Mariova for winning the, uh, the tennis match and then also being named ACC Freshman of the Week. I believe that it was only right that I named her my athlete of the week as well, considering an entire conference deemed her necessary as an athlete of the week. Um, who am I to argue with the governing bodies of our athletics? Um, I'm just kidding. Well, I are post conference. Yes. I, I say, who am I to argue with them? But I argue with them about so many things. Um, and then naturally for men's athlete of the week, I have Marcus Parker because uh, I don't know, three gold medals is kind of, once again, a, a no-brainer. Like, why would I argue with that? Yeah, that's kind of nuts. Yeah, there's like a, that's that's self-explanatory. Um, so I'm gonna continue the track theme on my women's athlete of the week. I couldn't narrow it down to just one. I went with you're doing. You're like women. me. What? You're, I did this last week. I I I kind of cheesed and pick a picked a uh, a group of people. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Rebecca Smith. Antoinette Van der Murray, I don't know how to say that, and Cindy Marshall, a.k.a. first place, second place, third place in the women's 100-meter dash. I had to give it to all three of them because one, two, and three, they stood on that podium. And said, check us out. They all wore the same thing. They were all representing Clemson on the front of the jersey. Had to give a huge shout-out to them. All three of them, my women's athlete of the week. And then men's goes to one George Marks, the goalie. Uh, you know, it's one of those that we talked about. You know, we just said it. It was an offensive battle. He George Marks had to step up, and he did. So he is my male athlete of the week. We look forward to see what he can do in the – NCAA tournament. So we touched on the top five traditions already. You dominated. We went over that. Um, We did. We do want to let y'all know what we got coming next week. We're not doing a top five this week because me and Weston mutually agreed. We needed more time to research and really get into it. We're going to do the top Clemson sports moments. Yep. And one of those things I was actually talking with my roommates last night because I was up when we were talking about that. I was like, what would be some good ones? And they kept they kept saying, uh, oh, if you want to, if you want to, you know, obviously the 4 to 13, um, we definitely talked about that. But, like, they're like, you're going to have to pick football moments if you want to win. And I was like, I, I don't want to win. Like, I, I like I want to com- accurately compile my top five Clemson sports moments. There's going to be a lot. Well, you know, obviously I think we'll have some national championships up there for different right. sports, some right. major upsets. Um, not going to give too much away, but – we said we need to do a week of research, um, maybe bring in some other people. The one that I'm I'm debating if I want to win or put it on my list. I don't think I'm going to put it on my list, but um, there was this very good-looking young man threw out a first pitch 
our freshman year. I thought about putting that as my top Clemson sports moment. For all you that didn't know, I was able to throw out a first pitch, and I was told that should be one of the best Clemson moments in sports history. I think I, – I'll tell you this right now. For my sports moments, I am going to err on the side of picking which ones meant the most or mean the most to me versus trying to pick ones to win votes. The most to you? Why – it's gonna be it's gonna be a, try to be a healthy balance of like great moments versus which ones because like obviously there are some greater like if you were to rank them all I would agree with probably the top ten but there might be ways I switch them around. Okay, I agree. So like I think no. obviously four to thirteen is gonna be is a is the number one overall pick, but like maybe, but like there might be sixteens up there too, man. 44-16 is fourth and sixteen is huge for me, um, just because of where I was at with the Clemson fan and where the program was at. Um, it's gonna be Chase hard. Chase Rice to... leading the boys against Syracuse. Exactly. Like there's a, there's a lot of ones, and like I think we I think can't, I, we can't forget about it. We I know, well, and I think that like the Chase Bryce one, like technically, like you can come up with some better moments than that, especially across all sports. But I think for it needs to. I'm gonna try and make it a healthy blend of like what were great what were actually great moments and what were great moments to me yes i think the greatest moment to us we haven't mentioned it in a while so i want to give it a shout out duke basketball baby duke, duke basketball duke? lost in little john <laughs> come on um so we look forward to that we have that next week um we're gonna be doing our research i think it will be we'll have a lot of debate a lot of talk um we don't have a lot of sports this week so hopefully the top five will take up a lot of our time. Um, but I had an interesting question posed to me today or this weekend, and I wanted to bring it to the podcast, West. Okay. All right. I'm all about so, a good question. I, I'm, many, a, I'm a thinker. I'm a debater. I have, I have a theological mind. So many people had the ring ceremony, or many of our friends had the ring ceremony this weekend. I was three hours short, man. I was three hours short. I could have gotten it. I'm getting my own fall. I don't think they're making them for my year yet. I'm graduating in 2023. No, they are. They're making them. Oh, they're making 23s? Well, yep. I did not get one. Yeah, I didn't either. But, sorry, continue. A little um, so, you know, parents were in town to attend the ring ceremony. And people, you know, you get something like a ring, maybe graduation. Parents are all in town. You're going out to a nice dinner. Yep. Where are your go-to places maybe for a steak? Mm -hmm. um, that's that's kind of the question I was posed. Like, you know, what's the best steak place? Because that's typically where you take parents. Or so you talk about if you're Clemson, going for a nice celebration dinner. Because I know the ring ceremony is in Greenville. Are we including Greenville in this? Yes, we'll do both. Okay, because that's that doesn't really change me change my answers a whole lot because I can count on <laughs> one hand how many times I've eaten dinner in Greenville since I've been a student at Clemson. Really? Yes. I've actually gone and eaten at Greenville a decent amount of times. Really good food over there. Oh no, I, I believe that. I just never, never, been, haven't been a whole lot. I've All right. To... So, so my question is: Your parents come in town. You got your ring ceremony, and you're going out to a nice dinner that night. That night to celebrate. Where are you going? Calhoun Corners. I've never been. Yo, let me tell you something now. Let me tell you something. Um, so 
end of fall semester this year, my uh, my roommate Fulton, his dad, um, sent us all a text and was like, "Hey, know y'all been working hard this semester. Um, want to give y'all an opportunity to go have a nice dinner." Is like, this okay. roommate Fulton or a different guy? That's Fulton. I said it was Fulton. Oh, okay. Um, and so he was. Shout Fulton. out Fulton. I shout, know shout he doesn't Fulton. listen. No, he, I, I know he doesn't listen. I'll, I'll go ask him after the show. Do you listen to the show? No, he doesn't. Guaranteed. Um, <laughs> but Mr. Kenny, Fulton's dad, said, uh, have you ever, any of y'all ever been to Calhoun Corners? None of us had. And he was like, all right, I'm going to pay for y'all to go to Calhoun Corners. And I was like, okay. Um, I've, had, <laughs> I've had Rick Irwin's. Um, I went last night. Just randomly? Yeah, nice date night. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Heck yeah. Very good. Very delicious. I believe that because I've been before and I know Calhoun Corners, though, better better steak than, than Rick Irwin's. So my biggest turnoff from Calhoun Corners is the weirdest turnoff. I don't know how to get there. <laughs> okay. I... You kind of got to go around and take a weird ride and so, go kind of by the train. So you literally, yeah, you see so you're coming down Tiger Boulevard from Hearts Cove, let's say. Or from from Cookout. That's it. Don't ever know where Hoax Cove is. From Cookout, you're coming down Tiger Boulevard towards towards the Ace Hardware from Cookout. You get to yes. the light at the Starbucks. You turn left, right up underneath the bridge. There's a little road that goes right, like right past the bridge, and that's where it is. It's like right there. It's like yeah. next to the railroad, right? Like when you're in the, when you're standing in the parking lot of Calhoun Corners, I'm maybe 30, 40 yards from the railroad track. Okay. Yeah. So I've never actually been there. So need, that was need to go. Need to go. That's an obvious one. I was gonna go. I think Rick Irwin's is always a good one. That's probably my number um, two. Just because I haven't, I don't think I've actually had a stake in Greenville, so I can't really answer that question. Well, I was, I was just thinking in Clemson right now. Pixie and Bills is another good place. Never been to Pixie and Bills. I got, I got caught some flack from people about not having Calhoun Corners or Pixie and Bills on either of our food review lists. Like our top I got five. some flack for Pixie and Bills. I got some flack for not having Calvin Corners. So, um, actually, I think Rick Irwin's in Calvin Corners are the only two places in Clemson that I've actually had a steak. Really? So, yes. I don't know. Uh, well, I guess. No, that's an Anderson, so no. Um, but Greenville, um, Halls. I said, what, are, what, are, what are some places to go in Greenville? I need I need to need to catalog these things for future reference. Um, Halls is very very nice. Like how um, nice? Like nicer than Rick Irwin's or about about Rick Irwin's level? Just a little nicer than Rick Irwin's. Okay, all right. So I better be able to like a top top of the building. Very very nice. Ooh, um, okay. My buddy went. So that's one of the one of the people I was talking to. He went there with his parents for, to celebrate the ring ceremony. So so um, hypoth- so hypothetically, if I'm if I'm looking for looking for a really nice date idea, Halls is like uh is that is that the ace in the hole? Halls uh, is like a anniversary or Valentine's type. So place. it's the ace, it's the ace in the hole. Yeah, but um, Ruth Chris is another one. I mean, a, a chain, but still great. This one I feel like is a little nicer than most of the chain because it's at the top of a hotel. Okay. So you got a great view of downtown Greenville. Um, I've heard Chop House 47 is very, very good. I have also heard that. Um, I've had a couple buddies go there for like Valentine's Days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, 
we were talking about it, me and my buddy this weekend. So it was, it was something I wanted to bring to you and see what you thought, but see, I'm, I'm, congratulations. I'm, I'm actually uh, very uh, ignorant on, on steak places in and around the area. But if you really want to know where the best steak is in Clemson, South Carolina, Weston, you know where it is? Where? My kitchen. I should have known you were going to say that. <laughs> I make the best steak in Clemson. Well, you, you ain't never made me one, so I can't say for sure for certain. You want to come over and get a steak sometime? Yeah. What you doing next week? What you got going on? For, you got fi- free finals week? I could be free one night to make you a steak. I love grilling. Okay. All right. We'll 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 see if we can get together and do something. All right. Um. Yeah. And then next week's food review. We talked about this. We're gonna get out this week. There's a new restaurant in Clemson. Big Boys Country Cooking. We heard that, and oh my gosh, we got excited. So I let's dissect the name right here. Let's get into the uh, the uh, what what's I'm trying to think of the vocabulary word now. We got um, like seven minutes. We gotta get. We gotta really dig in. No, basically, if you break down the entire word, um, big boys country cooking, all all applies to especially me. Um, so I'm I'm just excited to go try it at some point. I don't know when we get there next week. Bo- Weston and I, big boys. I got the country on lock. I got a decent country on lock. We love country cooking, so we are so excited. Um, we're gonna try that either this weekend or early next week. We'll decide. Yep. Yeah, well, well, we will get it at some point. We will get a food review for this at some point here in the near future. Maybe we go like poster pre baseball game this weekend. I could get behind that. Maybe yeah. Saturday if they're open on Saturdays. I I could be down. I heard there's a rumor out there that it's a buffet. There's a rumor. I don't know. We'll, we'll let you know next Weston, week. Weston Summerbod will not be uh, not be super happy with that, but it sacrifices must be made sometimes for content. Yeah, so we look forward to that. Um, moving on, just the typical closeout. This week in Clemson Athletics, what are we looking forward to? Wednesday, the day of recording, that kind of in-between. So when this comes out, go check the scores because we didn't have it. Um, women's tennis at Virginia Tech for the ACC tournament. Track and field is in Abilene Christian, home in Texas. Love to see it. Um, and then, like we said, softball is in Columbia playing those guys. Whatever. Forget them. Thursday, men's golf has the ACC championship. Men's tennis has their first game or match of the ACC tournament against Virginia Tech. What is a hokey anyway? And then – I don't know. Pretty – it's a piece of granite. <laughs> you didn't... Just play along with the joke. <laughs> um, and then we actually have a pretty mellow weekend, not much going on. Softball versus NC State, baseball versus Wake Forest. Track and field will be at UCF, um, the football national champs not too long ago. And mm-hmm. rowing has the Lake Wheeler Sprints that will all be on Friday. And then Saturday, Sunday, we just have softball and baseball. Softball is a doubleheader on Saturday, and then one game Sunday, and baseball has one game Saturday, one game softball, or one game Sunday, NC State and Wake Forest. So, yeah, not a whole lot going on. Um, Friday is going to be busy on campus just because of baseball, and, or excuse me, the weekend in general is going to be busy on campus with <laughs> baseball and softball. But uh, looking forward to it, going to close, have a good last full weekend, if you will, before finals week, 
Um, and then we'll be we'll be we'll have one more text. Think about that. We will have, I guess, technically because we're you and I graduating late, it's a little different. But uh, we have one more podcast to record as juniors. Yeah, I prefer to go by third year. Okay, I'm so I'm because I'm saying I'm a junior, and then when I take that extra semester, I'm just going to call. Them, I'm just I'm a super senior at that point. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was on that boat too. I could go, you know, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, super senior. That lasted the, the six fall semesters, the one that I was confused when I called myself. You know, are you like ultra senior at that point? I don't. Super, super senior. How are you still here, senior? Why are you still here, senior? Question as, as So I'm not dumb, guys. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, <laughs> I, as I explain this, we have to do a lot of internships in my program. So we actually have a couple guys that are like 23, 24 when they graduate. Yeah. Um, I'll be 23. And then we always joke. We call them the old men that last semester. The, the old men. Okay. I like that. The old, like the old men of the program. They're the ones that have been around the block. Um, so they, they enjoy in college to the fullest. Um, oh, yeah. So that is all we have. <laughs> say what? I was going to say that's all we got. I don't think we could go any longer. No. Um, this is yeah. like an hour and a half. Is it really? It's 8.54. Oh, it is. Well, okay. Then we I guess a couple, that, we had a break in between, etc. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that'll be edit. That'll be edited post recording. So technically, they don't know there was a. I'll, if you can guess where the break was, I'll be impressed because um, of my intense social or my intense uh, audio editing. And then let us place. know why. Yeah. Then yeah, that's the real question. Heck, um, if y'all could text us when the thing was and why we took a break, you'll get to be on the show. Oh, okay. It may be like a maybe like a five minute five minute little interview, but we'll get you on the show. You get to pop on on your favorite segment, either a food yes. review or a top five or something. Yes, agreed with that. Um, so Dabo's going to know, and he's going to want to pop on. Hey, come on now. He we wants always... to come to Big Boy Country cooking with us. <laughs> okay, we got to stop before we get really off the rails again and drag this for another ten minutes. So. As always, you can find Central Spirit on all social media platforms at CU Central Spirit. You can find Tex at NSV7151, and you can find me at West K Wit. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been quite the adventure, quite the honor, and quite the pleasure. Go Tigers. See ya.